You've heard all about this whole paleo thing, but you've wondered if it's really for you. You've been searching for someone to guide you along the way. Your search is over. Let registered nurse Marie Grace Berg lead the way with these inspiring stories of people who have been where you are. Welcome to Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy with Marie Grace Berg. Have you ever wondered why you're having a hard time losing weight? Eat More Burn More is focused on helping you transform your body into a fat-burning mode by turning off the hormone that sabotages your fat loss. Go to eatmoreburnmoresystem.com to learn more. Welcome to Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy podcast with your host, Marie Graceberg. I'm excited for you to join me on Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy, a health podcast aimed at helping you make the shift to a paleo-based nutrition a lot less daunting and challenging. On each episode, I will take you, our listeners, to the journey of these remarkable experts and everyday folks as they transition to paleo, touching upon their defining moments, the challenges they faced, the successes as a result of living the paleo lifestyle, and what's next in their paleo life, in their life as a paleo advocate. Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy is a podcast with you in mind, beginners as well as those of you who are trying to transition to the Paleo way of eating but have not succeeded. Those of you who are looking for inspiration, a role model, someone you can relate to in your quest for living the Paleo lifestyle. Every week, your host, Marie Graceberg, brings to life the stories and the journeys of everyday folks, as well as experts who are exactly where you are today. Their true stories are aimed at helping you understand how to make your transition to the paleo-based approach to eating and living not only a reality, but smoother with less of the twists and the turns. While these folks can be described as extraordinary, because they all see an opportunity and with determination and commitment, turn it into a success, they're also just like us. They all had to battle with day-to-day challenges that faced the rest of us. Meal planning, meal preparation, meal substitution, dealing with unsupportive friends and family, feeling an outcast because people think you eat different, all while juggling to many different priorities in our lives. So paleo fans out there, join Marie Graceberg as she takes you to what could be one of the most remarkable rides in your life. Hi, this is Marie Graceberg, and I want to thank you for joining me for this first episode of Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy podcast. Every week on Mondays, I will be interviewing the most remarkable and inspiring folks in the paleo world. Each interview takes you back to when they got started, touching on their big challenges, transitioning and living the paleo lifestyle and how they turn these challenges into their first successes and what excites them for the future. I'm excited for you because this means you not only have something to fill your commute time, your workout time, your multitasking time like cleaning the house, doing the laundry, going to the groceries, walking the kids or the dog, or just your me time where you could use some added inspiration but also because you now have an arsenal of tips and advice from those who are not only on the trenches, but those who have been to where you are today. 
Each episode will follow a certain format on every show, so you will know exactly what to expect day in and day out. And all episodes start with a brief intro about them and what they currently do. So let's dive into the topics one by one. The defining moment. Here we're going to delve on what made him decide to go paleo in the first place. What was the defining moment that made him say, this is it, I'm going all in. And they did it and came out triumphant in the end. Then we'll talk about their life and personal situation before starting paleo. Here we've got to really go into what was really happening in their life and their current situation at that time. Things like being at the lowest point in their health, whether that be physical, emotional, or psychological. You will later find out that there is one common thread here, and that is somehow, somewhere, something so disturbing or annoying made him decide that today is the day and they stay committed to it. One of the personal qualities you will hear over and over again, being committed and sticking with it no matter what. Next, we will talk about their compelling vision, the one thing that kept their drive to follow through day in and day out. You know, as with anything in life, be that physical goal, career goal, business goal, we all need to create that vision that give us not only direction, but meaning, purpose, something worth, worth pursuing. And we may not realize it, we all do it. We just have to be more clear and be more purposeful about it, so much so that we are willing to take action on achieving them, no matter big or small they may be. These folks are no different. They had a vision for themselves, from the physical aspect, how they want their bodies to look like, to the mental, emotional, psychological aspect, how they want to feel about their bodies and themselves in general. They wanted to have the energy to face the challenges of everyday living, whether that may be playing with their kids or just having zest for life. Then we're going to delve into the journey to transitioning to the paleo diet and lifestyle. This is one of the highlights of the show. We've got to take them back to their past when they were just starting out, trying and experimenting, not being sure about whether this whole paleo thing is the right thing to do and whether it was doable things that you probably are experiencing or have experienced. We're going to have them share with you exactly how they did it. What was it like starting out? What were their thoughts? How did they feel? And what made, they, what made them decide that it was worth pursuing? And then we will dive into the biggest challenges following the paleo approach to eating and living and how they overcome them. You're going to love hearing this part because you will easily relate to them and love like what I said earlier, they were not immune to the challenges you may be f- facing right now. They went through it. I went through it myself. The difference is that we all stick to it and push through the challenges. Some of the challenges are how to cook, how to prepare these meals, what to eat when traveling, on restaurants, at work, what to say to friends and family who look at us like aliens because we eat different foods that they eat. What about dealing with those cravings? Oh, that is huge. We, we will learn from them how they manage their own cravings and know when it is physical craving versus emotional craving. Those two are so different and knowing how to differentiate them will help you manage them appropriately. We'll also touch on the, the big one of the biggest areas that people are concerned about, the financial aspect of it. You know, people say that buying organic or 
the healthy um, items in our on, in our staple are more expensive. But you'll be surprised how this um, folks and how how they manage to do just that that it, on a cheaper budget on a cheap budget that you don't have to go all in and buy those expensive things. You will hear from them what were the substitutes that they use. Next, we will talk about how they kept themselves motivated to continue following this paleo approach to eating. You know, as with anything in life, motivation and staying motivated is crucial to success in anything we want to achieve in life. And staying motivated to follow this paleo approach to eating is no different. I can tell you from experience that many times I just wanted to indulge in that velvety chocolate cake, but I know that if I do, I will feel horrible after. So the pain of feeling worse after it is one of my ways to keep me motivated to sticking with avoiding those foods that trigger it in the first place. And I'm not saying you should be all rigid, strict, and slave yourself to the point that you are not enjoying food and life. Of course, there will be times when you have to indulge or what I called good cheat days. And that's okay. Don't fret about it and say you have failed. You did not. Instead, enjoy it and see how your body responds to it. If you feel good after, then feel good about it and then go right back on track again. Occasions like this are okay. I often tell my clients that if you follow the 80-20 rule, meaning you eat paleo friendly 80% of the time and the 20% give yourself some room to enjoy other foods you also like, being mindful of how you feel and how your body reacts after. I think that should be a good gauge of whether you are overdoing it or not. Measure of success. Yes, we all want to see and hear what results people have gotten and in particular as a direct result from following the paleo approach to eating. So we're going to hear from these experts and everyday folks what benchmarks they use to measure their success, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, psychological, and even financial. A lot of these folks turned their passion about health and fitness to a thriving business. Their experience made them want to help others, and as a result, they made their lives better in the process. What a win-win! Last but not the least, and this might be one of the most important part of the show. Why? They've got to share their top three things you can do today to help you transition to the paleo diet as smoothly as possible. In short, they have done the hard work so you don't have to literally all right now that i have told you what the show is all about i want to share with you why i created this past podcast transitioning to paleo made easy it started with a phone call one full morning it was my doctor on the other line he told me to get to his office for some tests that needed to be investigated further it came out that my ultrasound appeared unusual and that one of my blood tests came back abnormal I remembered asking him, is it cancer? Do I have cancer? I mean, I know I had all the risks of developing such after going through multiple failed in vitro fertilizations, my age, no children, so the odds were really not on my favor. He told me he was not sure and that he needed to send me to do a CT scan and MRI and that he's going to refer me to a cancer specialist in a big hospital in another city. Living in a small city where resources are sped out, getting all these tests at once was next to impossible. I had to wait a week for my CT scan, another week to wait for the result, and another week to get my MRI done. 
we're talking about a month long of arduous and painful waiting. In the midst of this, I was having a nervous breakdown. I couldn't think right. I was crying all the time. I didn't want to seek or talk to anyone. I just wanted to be alone. In my solitude, I prayed a lot. I asked God, I didn't want to die yet. I had so much I wanted to do with my life, for my family, for my friends, for the whole world. And, if, and that if he can only give me a second chance at life, I will do everything to deserve it. Came my judgment day. I remembered being called to meet with a cancer doctor and two other doctors. Me and my husband were bracing ourselves. Thank God he was there with me. I remembered feeling so sad having no one around me with my family in another part of the world. I was feeling ambivalent then. I had both positive and negative feelings, but of course, I was hoping that the results were negative. The doctor spoke and said, you are a lucky girl. It doesn't happen so often that we send patients home with good news like you. Those words were like miracle from heaven. Indeed, I was the happiest girl that day. It felt suddenly a heavy load was lifted off my shoulder. So it turned out I had a cancer scare. Thank God it was just a cancer scare. But I took it so seriously. I remember promising God that I will do everything I can do to deserve this. I took a hard look at my life and examined all areas of my life that I needed to improve on. I thought of those things that I can control that can have impact on me developing a cancer. I knew that diet and exercise is one. I can't control my genes nor the environment around me, but I can control what I put in my mouth, what I eat, what I drink, and what I do with my body. Being a nurse myself, I knew that eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle is important for preventing diseases from developing our body. I have never been overweight myself, but I gained a lot of weight while going through high doses of hormones and steroids during my IVF. In fact, at one time, I weighed 20 pounds heavier than my usual weight of 100 pounds, so you can say that I was 20 pounds overweight. I started researching the net about healthy diet and exercise, and that's when I came across the paleo diet. I read a lot about it, listened to interviews with the likes of Dr. Lauren Cardain, Mark Season, Rob Wolf, Dr. Doug McGuff, and I came to the conclusion that this can never be wrong. I mean, I believe that nothing beats eating clean, natural foods. So I started making the lists of food as close to its natural form as possible that I can find here where I lived that, that time, which was northern part of Norway. Luckily, in this part of the world, we can still pick wild berries during the summer and hunt for wild animals like elk. I stopped eating any dairy, grains, legumes, processed sweets and sugars, processed meat, anything that is packed except for some frozen vegetables during the winter when fresh vegetables are scarce. I also started doing a ritual of three times a week exercise with weights and yoga and sprinting once a week. My body started looking different and I was definitely feeling good. My energy was up. My moods were awesome. I see my muscle. I see my abs, which by the way, I've never seen before. I was smiling and happy all the time. Then my friends started noticing that I looked different. They were even noticing how great my legs were. And I said, oh, it's those squats I was doing. So I started telling them what I was doing. 
I was following this paleo diet and was doing this kind of exercises on a regular basis. First, I was tra training a few people for free, got them raving results and were telling other people about it. So I put up my first paying clients of 10 people. I trained them hard for 12 weeks, both following a strict paleo diet and doing three times a week workouts. All of them achieved the results they wrote before we started. One lady told me in tears how thankful she was because for the first time since her college, she was down to two digit numbers. This experience and the whole experience from my cancer scare to my new body to helping my clients achieve their results cemented my belief that it can be done, that it was possible to achieve any goal we set our minds to, that it's possible to go from 253 pounds to 213 pounds in just 12 weeks. Think about what those numbers can be in six months, in nine months, in a year. Most of all, I now see myself as a champion to fighting cancer. I know that I'm doing those things I can't control that would prevent me from developing cancer in the future. I know I'm doing what I promised when I was given a second chance at life. You may not have this tragic event in your life, and I pray to God you will never have to go through this experience, even with just a cancer scare like mine. Believe me, you won't want it. If your health has not been a priority in your life up to this point, I urge you to find that spark, that reason big enough that you are willing to make that decision and commitment to take control of your health and your life. Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy was born out of this desire in me to spread the message of taking back that control of your health and making it a top priority. We only have one body and one life to live. If we don't take care of it, who else is going to? Moreover, in my works as a Paleo Advocate, I'm often asked how I did it. Questions like, was it hard? Did you have to only eat meat, only salad, no sweets at all? Questions that seem very simple but daunting to the beginners. I know because I experienced that myself. I began to scour through the internet to find other people the same path. And although there are a lot and there are tons and tons of them, there is not a single podcast that talks specifically about this topic let alone stories of those who have been there, done that. I too was very interested in learning how others made it because I believe we all are different. Our bodies are different. The way we respond to food is different. So I wanted to gather these people and have them share their stories, their journey, their experience to our listeners. So every week from now on, I will take you through the journeys of these remarkable people and help you make that transition less of a challenge. And if you are already successful paleo advocate, you will get ton of ideas on how to make it even better. I'm excited for our next episode with Sarah Ballantyne, otherwise known as the Paleo Mom. You will love her story as she takes you back to her past when she was struggling with plethora of annoying symptoms, gut problems, allergies of all sorts, eczema, and other skin conditions that seriously affected her body image to the point that she didn't want to go out for fear of being looked down upon. Plus, how she managed to go from being overweight to having the best body ever. So stay tuned for that. Alright, Paleo Nation, thank you for listening to our today's episode. If you find value in this podcast, which I know you will, and the message we're trying to spread at transitioningtopaleo.com, then click the subscribe button below and give my show a review and hopefully a 5-star rating. 
This type of support will allow my show to gain the recognition it needs to reach as many people as possible. In turn, we will be able to share this incredible free medium of knowledge and experience with the world. And we all are going to be winners. Thank you and I'll see you on the next episode. Did you know there is a hormone in your body that turns your belly into a magnet for ugly fat? It literally turns the food you eat into embarrassing, pan-stretching, stubborn belly fat, even the foods you think are healthy. Discover a simple test that reveals if the belly fat hormone is sabotaging your fat loss and learn the easy and natural ways to shut down this hormone for good so you can have the flat stomach you deserve. Go to eatmoreburnmoresystem.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy. Now it's time to get your quick and easy step-by-step guide to transitioning to the paleo diet. This beautiful free download includes the three most important things that you need to be focusing on in order to make the transition as smooth as possible. Ready to get started? Head over to transitioningtopaleo.com right now and begin your journey, and we'll see you next time.